Hello, everybody, and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today, we are talking about Mist. So don't miss this episode about Mist. But don't... Was there a joke in that first bit, or did, did I miss it? Oh, God, I, I cocked it up. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, play, the, play the weird, creepy, atmospheric music, Greg. me to discuss this classic of a game is my good friend Craig. Hello, how are you today? Trapped in a book. Oh dear. Um, I can only communicate in postage stamp sized videos. Oh, that's the worst. I hate getting that. It is. Like every year one of the kids brings it home from the nursery and they're like only communicating in postage sized stamps and I just know... It's a matter, only a matter of time before I've got it, and then I'm communicating in postage-sized videos as well. It's, it's, and it, especially if you enjoy bright-colored clothing because it gets that weird chromatic, what is it called, chromatic aberration yeah, or whatever. Yep. Where it's uh-huh. like, I think that's red. I'm not sure. Uh, so, I think the only way to break this curse will be to talk about mist, which is <laughs> a sad state of affairs. Uh, so, Craig, why don't you drop the stats for this, and we'll start discussing. Yeah, sure thing. So, um, Mist is a graphic adventure puzzler. It was released in 1993 on macOS, which is one of the few games I've ever known to release first on macOS and then be ported <laughs> to everything else. Um, it's it's quite, quite a thing. Um, it was developed by various people for ports and stuff like that, and it was released on one of these, you know, everything. So Mac OS, Sega Saturn, PlayStation, 3DO, Windows, Jaguar, which is j- Jag. We jag- could be here all day. We could. We say Jaguar. Jaguar. Um, we could be here all day, saying all the places that it was um, released. It was produced by Laurie Strand, designed by Rand Miller and Robin Miller, who are related, um, oddly. Uh, and the music was composed by Robin Miller. Uh, it's the first in a series of misty type games, and it came out in 1993 to quite quite a successfully successful release of people loving it. I believe. Oh, it was a big, it was a big like kaboom! Mist dropped. Uh, it, it really was. There's a few. If you look at the the ratings across the place from Metacritic, there's a, mostly high, and then a couple of duds. But the duds seem to be um, if you look at the 3DS port or the DS, it was particularly rubbishly ported to certain platforms. But overall, I couldn't imagine it looking good on the DS. I mean, it doesn't look good anyway. Uh, no, hang on, strike that from the record. <laughs> All right, so um, we have a few things to um, hammer out here. So this is potentially the second time we've had to redo this episode because we the vitriol for this game was oozing out of our mouth like yeah. a man with a bad cold. We, d- uh, we don't claim to be a professional journalistic standarded um, broadcaster. But I edited our original missed episode, and it felt wrong. <laughs> Which it was, could, it was very bad. I might post it anyway somewhere, but it, it was pretty, it was pretty dire. Uh, we 
um, we weren't kind. And I think my problem with it, which we haven't really spoken that much about it, but my problem with it was we weren't very kind about it, but didn't really back it up a lot. We got, we jumped in our own wee echo chamber of yes hatred. <laughs> um, a couple of things I want to start with, Craig, if you don't mind. Number one. For most of my life, I thought Rand and Robin Miller were a husband and wife team because I don't run into too many people that are male named Robin. Um, turns out it's not like uh, Ken and Roberta Williams, uh, the ultimate husband and wife team. Mm-hmm. Did, did, out of curiosity, when you hear Robin, do you immediately think male or female? I immediately mean, uh, think female. I've got a, a cousin, a female, obviously, cousin called Robin. So that's where my brain goes. Okay. My I think my first ever girlfriend, like, you know, when you're like 12, 13 years old, was called Robin. Um, And I think all the Robins I know... Oh, no, I do know male Robins, but... I've never met a male Robin. First. Yeah, yeah. Um, did the person you date happen to go on and create Mist, out of curiosity? Uh, uh, I don't think so. Okay, all right. So we, we could have had the inside track there. We could have told him what Robin Williams was like as a uh, teenager. <laughs> uh, number two. So uh, I don't know much about Cyan, the company that made this. And so I spent a little bit of time looking up what, what they did. And by little time, I meant I clicked the link. And mm-hmm. boy, that that is this is one of those weird cases where it is a company that is like 80% one game. Hang on. I have just clicked them. Missed, missed, Yeah, it's all missed, 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 riven, missed, 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 riven. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, yeah. That's something else. I find it kind of amazing that a company can survive just pretty much focusing on this little niche because it's definitely a niche now. Mm-hmm. And at time of recording, actually, we hadn't known or we had known but hadn't played or really experienced the VR version of Mist but there is now a VR version of Mist which you can play in all its virtual glory glory of course um, being a relative term um yeah let us talk about how you played it uh what what did you play it on yeah i i played it on PC um i just cuz I, I keep forgetting that we did record this before, but to give my background in Mist, it's something that I've always wanted to play, but have never played. So I held it quite high up. It was if there was a hype train for laziness, a game that you'd not played due to laziness, <laughs> it was for Mist because always in my head it was it's just a great game. Mist is a, I've, I've never played it. Yeah, but it's a sure surely, thing. surely it's a great game. Um. Yeah, so that that was my my background to it, but I did I played it on PC, um, which I feel was the proper proper uh, platform to play it on. What about you? Uh, well, because God hates me, I can't buy <laughs> things through GOG due to my my debit card not working, and they're in Poland, and my bank's like, whoa, wait a minute, buddy. Uh, so every time I would want to buy something through Gong, I would actually have to call my bank and be like, okay, I want to purchase this. It's for this much. They're from here. And that is a giant pain in the butt, especially when you're very tired. It's 2 a.m. and you're like, I don't know. I'll buy a game on Gog. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I had to do a bit of a workaround, and I decided it was on the PSN store. I might as well play the PS1 port, which in retrospect probably isn't the best way to play this. Um, you have a lot of time to think about the move you just made on, on the PlayStation 1. Um, not a lot going on, and it's got kind of that... Uh, I don't know if it's like this for the PC version because I haven't played the PC version in a very long time. But you know how uh, in some older animated movies and shows, you can tell what the characters are going to interact with because they're drawn differently? Yes. You can kind of tell what you can interact with because, oh, well, that's drawn a little differently or it's a yeah. little smoother than everything else. Uh, so before we do any kind of final thoughts, Craig, uh, don't play it on the PlayStation. Oh, that's a shame. As it um, turns just, out, that's for poor people. Yeah, um, handily, GameSpot reviewed both the PC and PlayStation versions. The PC getting 9 out of 10 and the PlayStation 6 out of 10. Given it's the same game, you know, there's only yeah, one that's... thing that could have changed. It's, it's quite a quite a... This is a 9 out of 10 game, except from the fact that it plays like crap. On the <laughs> we are, we're going to talk about that 9 out of 10 from most places before this is over. So yeah, uh, yeah. my history with Myst is this was something like everybody has that uncle that has more PC stuff than them. So you play PC stuff at their house. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I played this at a relative's house and I was blown away by how cool it looked. And then the game started and I was yeah. like, oh, Oh, this isn't a real game. This is meant to show off how cool CDs are. And kind of left it. I didn't really do much with it. Which bothers uh, younger Dave. Uh, mm -hmm. So much that he talks in the third person later on in life. And so I bought, I'm going to buy the guide for Mist, And I still have that guide. <laughs> um, way thicker than you would think it is. It's a pretty beefy guide. And so I, I managed to... Um, bash my head up against it until I finally finished it and that man was like you must stop my sons um <laughs> I I stopped the man's sons and went hmm okay and never really thought of Mist again until way later on where everybody is talking like this was the first coming of Jesus uh, would would the second one be the Mist remaster must must be the second, yeah, the second coming of Jesus. Missed be the, the missed be it, missed be it, yeah. Oh, um, I nearly missed that pun. <laughs> I I oh. have zero affection for this game. Um, I am genuinely baffled by people liking it. I think this is a tech demo and not much else. But that's not surprising to me for me because well, you know how I feel about adventure games. It is surprising for you to not like this because this has everything you could want. You point, you click, you get stumped by puzzles, you inevitably look it up on the Universal Hint System, and then you continue on and refresh the cycle. So I'm more curious as to why you don't like this. Yeah, I think it's partly to do with... the. The story's okay, with it. Kind it's of an interesting ending. story. It's interesting. Um, the island itself is—it's not a bad place to be exploring. It's not the worst, 
but the real draw is always I like I like an inventory system for a start. I like having to physically solve a puzzle. You know, you've got a stick and you need to do a thing with a stick, but you need to get it. You know, so you need to jam the stick in something to do the thing. It's very physical and very tactile. Whereas we missed, it's very. Oh, there's a puzzle that attached to that door for some reason. So I need to solve that puzzle to do this and that. And it it feels like. It feels more like an experience with puzzles sprinkled through it to call it a game, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, well, I mean, uh, in case uh, you're a new listener, uh, Craig has a running best puzzle in video games, and that, I think, <laughs> is still Dishonored 2, right? Like, the clockwork door is still yeah, your... Yeah, yeah, Um So, you're not, a, you're not opposed to a puzzle door, but... No, I'm not opposed to a puzzle door, but I'm opposed to, like, that puzzle door is in the middle of nowhere and solving that puzzle stops you from having to go into a town and murder people. It's got a point. It's given you a choice to make. Whereas if you're in a house and you have to just get out the door and there's a keypad and you need to figure out the code, but the code's actually, you know, like the numbers that are on the windowsill outside in a mirror, I'm kind of like, it's not the same as if the solution to the puzzle is You've got to look under the sofa because there's a lost coin that somehow snaps in half and becomes part of a key that you need to stick onto a toy giraffe. Do you yeah. see where I'm going? I, I can see where you're going with this. Um, you have to have context and an objective to the puzzle. Yeah, exactly. And it, it can't just be a lock or a barrier or a stop. You stop here because you need to solve this to progress. And I know you could say that's the same with any game, any point-and-click adventure. There's a there's a barrier that you need to solve, but solving it by standing there and solving a puzzle is different from, you know, going off to manipulate a person to do something else to do something else to come back. So I, I feel like the puzzles... It's the difference between a point and click. It feels like a puzzle book, you know, like if you got a book of crosswords and you just turn page to page. Okay. And then every second page told you a bit more of a story and then you did another crossword. And the the, the crossword doesn't have anything to do with the story. You just do a crossword and then you read some more of the story. So the way it feels to me is uh, adventure games are like you said. You undo a lock to a door that you're going to have to go through. Mist uh-huh. is like walking down a hallway with a friend who's telling you a really cool story and you run across padlocks that are just hucked on the floor and yeah. your friend stops talking the moment you run across a padlock says, no, nah, do that first. And then, okay, uh-huh. did the padlock. He starts talking again and you, oh, padlock on the floor. Uh, that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Another and, thing. And there's no... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, we're both really say... excited to talk about why we hate this game. <laughs> I know we are, but there's, there's reason behind which I think... Uh, genuinely, this already feels like a better, more structured conversation, despite the fact that we've still done no planning for it. Um, but it feels like, um, you know, in your your analogy, when you're walking down the hall and the, the padlock and the friend stops talking, that's never been the point of, like, the stories to any point-and-click adventures, like the LucasArts games, they're all pretty simple. It's not trying to tell a complex story. And there's comedy and fun in getting it wrong. Like... You know, you, you jam something and something else and it's wrong, but you get a funny dialogue line or an animation. Whereas this, it is literally 
just like solving a logic gate puzzle or a thing or or, or, or a you know like a light puzzle or a sound puzzle yeah a sound puzzle it's just it's just a puzzle that just feels out of place now um I, we're we're not going to discuss adventure games as a whole because that that horse is dead and bloated and beaten here mm-hmm. on the benefact. But you definitely gravitate more towards uh, humorous adventure games. Mm-hmm. Do you have oh, an yeah. example you could give of a serious adventure game that you enjoyed? Um, I didn't. I played um that yesterday Origins not that long ago. Um. Which is very serious. It's very serious and dark in places. Uh, things like Broken Sword or the Indiana Jones games—they have sprinkles of comedy and humor and good writing, but they're pretty serious. Broken but, Sword, especially, yeah, yeah. But they're—they're still separate to Mist. Mist is very—it's just a story-driven experience. That's a good word, like experience, because I was going to say it's not a game. It, it genuinely does not feel like a game to me. It feels yeah. like something people would show off to show off a graphics card. Like a company would be like, here's our demo. Yeah. It'd um, be like watching a film on Netflix and every 15 minutes it stops and it gets you to solve a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, to see, to me, what this reminded me of was, was like... Um, yeah, I don't know if you ever played those. Uh, I guess you could call them children's adventure games, like your uh, uh, what, what's his name, the Goldfish one, or Pajama Sam, or Putt Putt. Those things where there is a puzzle on this screen. I mean, it's incredibly rudimentary in those things, but that's okay because everything you click will do something, yeah. whether it has to do with something or not. Like there are a lot of things you can interact with in this, but. Either they're further on in the game, or I couldn't see any reason other than, look, some discs moved. Ooh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so I get that feeling, too. Actually, thinking of seriousness as well, what did we played? Um, oh, crap cakes. I don't what remember that. Not that long ago. Point and click adventure. And you're out in space. And you have to... There's a... There's a thing that jumps out the water and tries to eat you and the german guy gets melted the dig there we go that was pretty serious that was pretty serious um so yeah i guess i guess you're not opposed to serious you just prefer humorous yeah and and again in all of those other serious games you have an inventory you rub things together there's dialogue that's i mean Actually, just full stop. There's dialogue, full stop. You know, um, all of those things maketh the game, whereas this doesn't have them. Now, now here's something. Um, oh, well, well, Mist also does not have Robert Patrick, it which is very important. Uh, okay, so here's something I, I am going to ask the listeners. But if you don't answer, that's fine. I can find it out myself as well. So, okay. Mist came out in 93 for Mac OS, right? And this uh-huh. is very much like an update of the old Mac Venture games. Like, that's what it feels like to me. Like, your deja vus, your uninvited, you mm-hmm. know, those kind of things. In 1993, in Japan, in December, Sega released a game called Mansion of Hidden Souls. Which, have you ever heard of this? No, 
Already sounds better than Mist. Well, think of uh, kind of like Mist inside a mansion, a haunted mansion. Okay. Um, not scary at all. Everything is made out of angry triangles. <laughs> but I don't know which one came first. But one, I'm kind of okay with. Like, I, I, I don't like it, but I'm like, oh, hey, that's pretty cool. You know, you're like, you click the dartboard and it moves and there's a little puzzle behind it to open the safe kind of thing. Or, oh, if you go into this dresser, it's a secret passage that leads up to the second, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to mist. But uh, it might be interesting for us to do that at some point. Imagine Hidden Souls, just to see yeah. the dichotomy between the two. But uh, to the listener, I ask, which one is better if you like Mist? Like, like I'm genuinely curious for people to answer why they like Mist. Because uh, a lot of people, uh, speaking of the GameStop review, like the world building, the immersion, uh, Mm -hmm. none of it is definitely there on the PlayStation, for me anyway. Because, oh, it looks like... It looks like somebody puked art all over the place. Uh, there's not yeah. like a, a logic. It's, ooh, you went through a portal and now things are weird. Um, do you find any kind of immersion here? I, I don't mind the music when it shows up. Like No, the, music, the, the music's quite good. Um, I, I don't find a, a great sense of immersion, though. And I think the trick or the thing here, the, the extra connection is, I bet you the VR version is way better than anything else because VR excels at immersion and experience and just exploring and that that slow paced. I bet you the VR version is better in every way. It's also had a graphical graphical overhaul. I was gonna say, I wonder if it's if it's smooth motion now instead of like the pages. Yeah, it's, it, sh- it's, it's got to be. Um, much better. So, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that with with this when I played it through, and I played it again. I know we played it a wee while ago. I played it again um, this week, and felt kind of the same about it. it was just a bit. <sighs> yeah, that, that's think, kind of the. Oof. I think for me, the the problem is the the lack of feeling like what I would consider a good adventure game, and that's personal opinion. Well, I will say when I was a kid and I played this, it was a little scary. Like, I mean, not like I was scared to play it, but but it was scary. It kind of felt like, you know, when you played Gone Home and you don't know what the point of the game is and you're like, are are there going to be monsters? (laughs) There could be monsters. I don't know. Um, It felt like that to me. And this was around the same time that I played like the Journeyman Project as well, which is also kind of like that in terms of like first person adventure gaming. So, um, Kid Dave was de- definitely disappointed that, oh, there's there's no monsters. But even then, I don't remember feeling immersion. It felt, well, to be fair, I just wanted to go play more Mario. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's the problem with relying on kids to do reviews of things. They're, they're kind <laughs> of one track. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we definitely were calmer this time, but I, I still have these, not vitriol, I guess, I still have the same level of apathy towards Mist. It's, yeah, you know what? You you go ahead and play it. I'd rather play Mind Maze in, in Encarta. That's a yeah. little more fun to me. Um, uh, so, will you ever return to give this another honest go? I, I, had, had, I, had I not got it on the PC and played it, I would have probably jumped 
feet first into the VR version, and this would have been an. I'm, I'm just guessing here, but this would have been an entirely different show if I had played it in VR. But do remember, I mean, that's not here necessarily what we're talking about either. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I'll give it another go. I think I've. I think I've uh, missed the boat. We haven't even spoken about the story, but the story is interesting, and you should, if you're interested, you should maybe like watch a YouTube summary. Or here we go, <laughs> quick summary, quick summary. Uh, old man uh, gets trapped in a book by his two sons. One might, one's evil, one's good. Eh, they're both kind of evil, but you got to try mm-hmm. to side with one, and then you're like, well, um, I picked the right one or I picked the wrong one. There we go. There it is. There is the story of Mist. Uh, it's an interesting idea about people that, instead of reading literature, they experience it by going to these worlds. That's a cool idea. I like yeah. that. I don't like it enough to not just read a wiki about the story of it. Okay, fair enough. I mean, well, let's also say, I mean, I mean, the FMV actors, Craig, uh-huh. and they are playing to the rafters. They are. Do you know? Do you know what I discovered about this? Like on a technical level, hmm. um, all of the animations, all of the animations are rendered QuickTime videos that the brothers um, wizarded wizarded in seamlessly to the landscape, so they look. Um, That's pretty incredible. cool. It's pretty cool. Like it's back to your point at the start. It's like a technical showcase of something. Pretty nifty. For 1993, people were taking QuickTime videos oh, yeah. and merging them onto games. It's it's cool, but no. And, and we shouldn't understate seeing this game while you're also just playing Super Nintendo. Like, yeah. huge thing. But I guess, you know what, Craig? This is kind of like the Order 1886. Eh, uh, what? <laughs> Hang on. What? <laughs> well, there are werewolves in both. There are men with uh-huh. mustaches in both. Uh, no, so the Order was a huge look what the PS4 can do. Not a lot of game a behind really it. Game. It was really I, good, uh, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, like, yeah, I like the Order, too. I, I uh-huh. thought it was pretty good. And I get we'll never get say, the I, order too. It's the launch technical showpiece of look at how awesome this thing can be. Yeah, except nowadays we're savvy enough uh, as consumers to be like, that's not really a whole game. Um, yeah. You spent most of your time on the visuals, which is fine. But back then, that was a thing that wasn't really done. Like, visual showcases were not as common. So I wonder... If a game like Mist came out now, would it get that big of a reception? I mean, time and place is definitely a thing you have to look at for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. So yeah. I want to end. Oh God! I was, I was just going to say on that like final, final, final thing on that note is, I think, I think it might fare better than it would have ten years ago. Do you know? I think there's been like a. Oh, that's true. A point that where true. it was awesome, and then it maybe not. But nowadays, when people are saying, "Let's play the walking simulators and experience things," it's it's actually back as an awesome thing. So, someone that enjoyed Firewatch and Gone Home, and everyone's gone to the Rapture and the Vanishing Ethan Carter and whatever else, other ones like that. 
they might really dig this. But 10 years ago, there wasn't a lot of that. No, no, there was I mean, plus, I mean, some of this for me when I was a kid was you saw screenshots of this and somebody could tell you it's an adventure game, but you put adventure game in the same category as like Legend of Zelda. And so your uh-huh. brain goes crazy with, whoa, what if it's a game like yeah. Zelda, but it looks like this. Now, I mean, you see a video, you're like, oh, I know exactly what that is. Okay. Um, so some of that's expectations. So I want to... My final thoughts are, and I'll put this a little less seething with hatred as I did last time. No, I mean, I know I called the the re-recalled because of that, but I think we've done well enough to earn a scathing close. (laughs) It's fine, don't worry. (laughs) Well, I'll put it more diplomatically, right? Okay. Uh, So, I think Mist is a (laughs) timepiece. Uh that belongs under glass in a museum. I don't think you should play it. I I think it's interesting to learn, like, Mist is kind of the reason everybody got a CD drive. Uh, it sold massive amounts of copies, but it's it, it's like a um, an antique toy. You have it in a museum, you put it under glass, you don't play with it or you might break it. Um... And Mist is kind of the same. You, you put it on the glass, you appreciate what it did, you give Scion all the thumbs up in the world because you guys set the world on fire for a while. But don't play it because it will break. I don't mean literally, like it'll still run fine, but you will not get out of it what somebody would have got out of it in 1993. You just wouldn't have. Those five people that owned Max, they were a special breed. Um, so, yeah. You put this in a filing cabinet, leave it there, you pull it out, like, oh, this is, don't bother playing it. I mean, it's my personal opinion, but I would never, don't play the PlayStation version. That's not personal opinion. (laughs) Even GameSpot agrees with me. Don't do it. Uh Um, But yeah, so I want to end this on a question for you, Craig. Yes. If we were to take the Bitmap Brothers. Mm-hmm. Rand and Robin Miller and Ken and Roberta Williams throw them all in a pit. Who's gonna win that fight? Uh, I'm gonna just say Bitmap Brothers. Ooh, see now I think the Bitmap Brothers there would be some infighting between them, and Ken Williams with his glorious mustache would come along and take one of them out. <laughs> Fair um, enough. My vote goes to Ken and Roberta Williams because they are a power couple. The other ones, you could have family infighting going on. But uh, I just wanted to see what... Uh, so, listener, do who do you think would win? I mean, if you want to throw the Stamper brothers in there or the Oliver twins or whatever you want to throw in there, we'll throw them all into a giant pit. Um, I think if you threw in... Are the Oliver twins the Dizzy Egg guys? I think so. Can't so, I, I do believe yeah. everybody would form a coalition against those two and be like, look what you did. Look yeah. what you did and killed him. I think, well, I, I think of all the people you've mentioned, though, um, you look at the the Robin and Robert, whatever the hell, Miller. Rand and Robin, Miller. Robin, Rabbit, Rabbit and Robin? Jeez. <laughs> they're still... Reader like, Rabbit. They're, st- they're still just punting out mist. The rest of them are pretty much up to nothing. Whereas... Um, Rebellion bought the Bitmap Brothers. Oh, I didn't know Rebellion bought them. Oh, cool. Yeah, like recently. 
and by recently, I mean in the past few years. Um, wow. So that that puts them, just at that knowledge, a step above the rest of them Ooh. that might either be stuck in the 90s. Don't even bring up Strange Brigade. That was, that was a, a, a hiccup. <laughs> no, no, but I was going to say, what about the remake of King's Quest? I mean, the Williamses get a little bit of credit for that. Yeah. It's weird that I'm just picking up. the adventure game people. <laughs> I know, yeah. And the funny thing is, I've tried to play that King's Quest reboot so many times, and it's really, really good, but it's so stretched out over the five episodes that I, I stop. Like, midway through episode two, I have to stop. I feel like I need a break. I'm very glad that episodic gaming tends to be on the downtrend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't think of a game that did it fantastically other than Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm glad. Okay, anyway, now we're completely off topic. Oh um, yeah, let's, let's uh, yeah. My so my we final may thought. release. Oop, God. Oh. No, it's okay. I just won't have any final thoughts, Dave. That's you've said your piece. You did final thoughts. Did I? Oh, I think you I did. Had a pun. I had a pun. Okay, well, 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 well. All right, so we cut on this. Uh, so, so Craig, we're wrapping it up. Any last things you want to say? Nah. Nah, I think I think right. we just I need sure to close the book on this. One more pun in the gun, so your your gun pun. Just did it. We, we need to close. We need to close the book. That's not really a pun, because it's a. I just, I was actually I've, I've spent most of the episode. I haven't really been thinking about what I'm saying because there's a joke somewhere and or a story somewhere that in the nineties you might have opened the book of mist and been sucked into it. And then spat out at the end going, oh, wow, that was marvellous. Whereas today, it feels like someone's taken a really big book and just thrown it at your face. Yeah, there is no Falcor in this book. There's no nothing. <laughs> it's just somebody wings a book at your head. Uh, uh-huh. All right. So we may release the first episode just for giggles later on because it really is full of us just reaming this game. But for now, that's our thoughts on Mist. If you disagree and Mist is like something you enjoy going back to, or you know maybe you followed the series like a weirdo, uh, you can do so at thebiteffect.com, where we have all kinds of forums for what you want to say and all that nonsense. Or on Twitter. Uh, other than that, the next game we have, Craig. Don't do this. Don't do this to me. It's another stinker. Oh, Panzer, Panzer Dragoon. No, Panzer General. Ooh, I was going to say, if I say Staker and then you say Panzer Dragoon, ooh, that wouldn't be good. Uh, no, yes, uh, uh, the next game we have is Panzer General, the original. Join us next time on Panzer General. Okay. And we will catch you next time. Say goodnight <laughs> to the fine people, Craig. Goodnight, fine people. <laughs>